Welcome to the Daily Check-In for the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. This specific podcast series is a platform for folks to check in, get current, and carry a clear message of hope. I've asked each of our daily guests to have a topic in mind to share on and to have a question to ask you, our listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We were simply addicts seeking recovery, nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. All right, welcome back, everyone. It's November 21st. We're here with Ashley Case. You're going to speak on vulnerability. But first, Ashley, can you tell us your home group, your clean date, and where you attend meetings? Um, my home group is Life Support. Um, it's in the Tri-County area of Southern Maryland. My clean date is September 5th, 2017. I think that's, I got it. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I may, I, you know what? I switched up the order. I usually go clean date where you attend meetings and give your home group a shout out. So I kind of <laughs> threw you a little curveball there. So being vulnerable, what were we thinking about this? Um, so vulnerability is a big piece for me, um, especially because when I came in the rooms, um, when I finally got to the rooms and got in the seat, I sat, I didn't know the people at all. And I just cried. And like, that's what I'm known as. I'm known as, uh, the person who cries in meetings. That's just the normal for me. And, um, like I've, over the years, like when I first cried in that meeting and then like I would share and I would cry. Um, I literally did not think that anybody was listening to what I was saying. Um, and I continue to, I just share to the floor. Like, I don't think anybody, I don't look at people. Like, I don't think any, it's just easier that way for me. Um, and then people started coming up to me and telling me about myself and I didn't know how they knew. Um, and obviously, cause I shared it in a meeting, that's how they knew. Yeah. Um, but getting vulnerable really saved my life. And, um, got to me to be clean um because so when you say that you were sharing at meetings you were talking about like the life that you were living getting clean or or you know some things that were going on like as you were trying to you know put a few days together what what did that look like there um pretty much just the whole process like in the beginning it was just the pain of um I don't know how to do this and the crying out for help um even though I didn't know that's what I was doing like I was just sharing like I was just grateful to be somewhere where I could talk and be accepted and be a part of. Um, so the fact that people were coming up to me and giving me their experience and just loving me where I'm at because I let them know where I was at. So if we got some listeners now who, 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 you know, relatively new and getting clean and, and maybe haven't shared at a meeting yet, you know, mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons, maybe the meeting's too big. Maybe there's I mean, you know, there's some meetings where it's like you could almost know the lineup of who's sharing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like this motherfucker's <laughs> going to share first. You know, talk for about nine minutes. You know, this and that. And uh, so, if they haven't shared, like, what, you know, what could we say to them to kind of like get them from okay that fear of just like, hey, you know, I'm just going to listen to actually saying, hey, look, I'm an addict, and and then and then lay it out there. Um. Again, going back to the piece of vulnerability, like the smallest part of that is just asking for help. Um, and I always say when I go to H&I and do that, I tell them like, you have to tell us that you're new 
because like you said when people are new and they come to my uh home group like I look at them I'm like I don't know if they're from out of town and they got like 25 years clean like and I don't know if they're a newcomer um so really all you have to do is share your name and say I need help is the simplest thing you can do and thanks for letting me share like three sentences. And nobody's going to ask you to leave, right? Like no one's no. going to ask you to leave. No one's going to be like, look, you're too fucked up to be here. Yeah. yeah. But that's the best way because, again, if if we don't know, we don't know. And um, we can't help unless, like, you allow us to. You know what, though? Do you, do you feel like where's our responsibility after being clean for a while? Right? Mm -hmm. Where's our responsibility start or end at, you know, what, however you want to look at it, of telling of telling newer folk Hey, look, man, you need to share because the old timers yeah. told me like we all us new people, we had to share every meeting for about uh -huh. a minute or two at the first half of the meeting. They would yell at us the second half. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was like, <laughs> I don't think that's kind of like the, the flow nowadays. But, you know, do we have that responsibility, do you think? Well, I actually had a conversation last night with someone. Um, it's actually one of my sponsees. I had heard about something she was going through. She ended up being in the hospital and didn't reach out to anybody. Like God saw it fit to like have people in the program working at the hospital she was at. So then that's how people found out. And um, I saw her last night and like, I don't like to, I don't do that third person stuff. Like I didn't tell her, Hey, I heard she told me all the stuff and I just told her I you need to allow me to love you and like that was my place because we uh when I help other people like that helps me stay clean and like her not reaching out like first off that broke my heart I was like that is extremely sad that like you did not reach out we don't do this shit alone and you don't have to and I just started I started crying and I was like mm -hmm. you need to allow me to love you like please don't take that from me and um like that's what it is like if if you're if the newcomer isn't sharing where they're at and not allowing us to love us like where the fuck is the program gonna go yeah, i think that's beautiful man good for you for having a spirit like that for for real because it's like you know when we when, when we we're going through something and we think hey look if i call if i call this person like i still feel i've been clean since 2000 and i still feel this way sometimes like if i'm going through something and i'm going to hit you know one of my peoples up with it and i need like 10 minutes to you know do all this right i'm like man these motherfuckers are busy i mm -hmm. still get like i know what to do though like i know all right make the call be transparent you know and get on with it but that's that's a loud fucking thought though that comes in because you know what it is i think it boils down to it's our self worth Man, like mm -hmm. a lot of times, like, I don't feel like I'm worth your time mm -hmm. issue. You know, that's a me issue. I don't feel like I'm worth your time. And uh, so good for you, man, for having that spirit of, of telling her, look, you know, like you're worth it. Like I'm here for you. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Like no one's ever a burden. Like that's, that's a bunch of bullshit that the disease tells us. Um, like I'll say, I, I've never made a phone call and said exactly where I was at and gotten judgment or gotten put down. Like, and the, what my sponsor taught me is like, if you try to call someone, they don't have to answer. If they're busy, they just won't fucking answer. Like they have that yeah. choice as well. And then that's a whole other practice of us trying not to take that personal either. Except, I mean, I guess we could take it personal if it rings, what is it? If it rings like twice and goes to voicemail, they decline that shit. You. What is it? I call it the fuck you button. Is that what like, it is? <laughs> Well, the voicemail works too, because that's what uh, I 
uh, tell people when I tell them to call me, I'm like, my voicemail works fine. And I've had that situation with my sponsor where we were playing phone tag for a really long time. And I was leaving the voicemails of, hey, just call me back. And then like, finally, I was in enough pain where I left the voicemail of what was really going on. And regardless that it was on her voicemail, she finally called back and was like, yeah, I was wondering when you were actually going to tell me something. (laughs) So (laughs) that's another piece of it is that even through that, she was able to know, obviously, if I'm just saying, hey, I'm good, call me back, then she's like, okay, it's not really that big of a deal. Go like, she knows I have a network and stuff like that. But then I was really pained up. And I told her this is what's really going on. And I got vulnerable. That's when I got the call back. For the for for the old people, that's the equivalent of getting a 911 page. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> not that you would know about that shit, but you know, there was a time <laughs> where the page with 911 meant, hey, hurry the fuck up. All right. Hey, so so what question do we have for the folk listener? Um, how are you allowing yourself to be vulnerable? Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless.